Welcome to the The Generation Podcast, an audio resource dedicated to a generation of young people who are committed to total surrender to God and total dependence on His power to reach the world with the gospel of Christ. This podcast is designed to strengthen and encourage through a series of Bible-based practical talks. Most of us spend hours every day working towards a mission, but whose mission are you living out? This morning, Bobby Bosler defines a purpose-driven life as one that advances the master's mission. Join him now in Matthew chapter 25. Welcome to the The Generation Podcast. I'm Bobby Bosler, and I'm speaking to you today from DeWitt, Michigan, where currently the Cola Clash team is wrapping up our final week of ministry. Uh, this last week is actually not a Cola Clash. It's a family feud. It's kind of a unique opportunity. We're, we're grateful to be able to minister uh, in this time with every opportunity the Lord has given us. But you know what, young people, I've been encouraged that even though our entire world has gone nuts, <laughs> and even though everybody's worried about this virus and it seems like the numbers just keep on rising and people just keep getting uptight about it all, God is still at work and people are still getting saved. Uh, this summer, in spite of a worldwide pandemic, we had over 400 young people come to our events over five weeks. We had over 80 trust Christ as their Savior and uh, over 180 who said they wanted to surrender their lives to Jesus Christ. And it just thrills me to know that uh, pandemics can't stop God. Riots can't stop God from working because the gates of hell will not prevail against the advance of his church. And that's actually what I want to speak to you about here today, advancing our master's mission. Um, In the book of Matthew, chapter 25, Jesus gives a parable, and for sake of time here on the podcast, I'm not going to read the whole parable to you, but I'll just explain to you the gist of it. Um, Jesus said that the, uh, the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them goods. And unto the one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one. To every man according to his several ability and straightway took his journey. Jesus here sets up the parable by saying there was a master. The master evidently was a wealthy man because he had at least eight talents worth of money at his disposal. Uh, Talent um, is not like a hidden talent, like, you know, being able to have a double jointed elbow or something like that. A talent is a unit of measurement used in the Bible to measure money. And a talent is a whole lot of money to get the idea. And this isn't the exact measurement amount in our today's standards, but just imagine a talent is a million dollars. So here, what's going on here is the master says to his three servants, hey, I'm going to be leaving here and I'm going to be gone for a good period of time. But I want my mission, my cause to continue. My mission, as you men well know, is to make money. So here's what I'm going to do here. You right here, you're my best top servant. I'm going to give you $5 million. You right here, you're pretty good as well. I'm going to give you $2 million. And you, my third servant, you're also quite faithful. You're a good man. I'm going to give you $1 million. So men, here's the mission. Let's make as much money as we can while I'm gone. When I come back, we'll take a look at things and we'll see how you did. So the master goes away and the first man, the man who'd been given $5 million, he invests. He does a number of business ventures with his master's money, and what he ends up with is he ends up doubling his master's money. His master left, having given him $5 million. When he comes back, his master would have $10 million waiting for him. 
The second guy, likewise, he also starts with $2 million, but he doubles his master's money, so he ends up with $4 million. The third servant, however, started with a million, and you know what he did? (laughs) So what it says here in verse 18, it says, But he that had received one went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. Now, now let me ask you a question. If the master said that he wanted them to make as much money as possible, and this man said, oh, no, oh, no, I don't want to lose any of my master's money. I don't want to mess this thing up. I've never done this kind of thing before. I certainly don't want to don't want to make my master mad. So instead of going out, taking risk and making money, instead he literally digs a hole and buries $1 million in a hole in the ground. <laughs> well, you know the story. Many of you have heard this before. The master comes back and uh, he it says in verse 19, and he reckoneth with them. So basically the master comes back and says, all right, gentlemen, how did you do? The first guy He said, Master, I'm so excited. I doubled your money. You left me with $5 million. I ended up with $10 million. And it's interesting. The the verse says in verse 21, And his Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of of thy Lord. And likewise with the second guy, he also doubled his master's money. We talked about that already. And his master said the identical same thing. Listen, you're a good servant. You are a faithful servant. I'm going to give you even more responsibility now. Enter into the joy of your master. You're on my good side, man. But that third guy, that guy, that guy that dug the hole in the ground, the guy that did not advance his master's mission, who didn't make money for his master, what about him? What did his master have to say to him? Well, it says in verse 24, Then he which had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew thee, that thou art an hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown, and gathering where thou hast not strawed. And I was afraid, and went, and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, there thou hast, that is thine. Well, the master had given him explicit orders, hadn't he? His orders were to make money, to advance his mission. And the servant didn't do that. Verse 26, his Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knewest that I reap where I sowed not and gather where I have not straw. Thou oughtest therefore to have put my money to the exchanger's. And then at my coming, I should have received mine own with usury. Take therefore the talent from him and give it unto him, which hath ten talents. For unto everyone that hath shall be given. And he that hath uh, shall have abundance, but from him that hath not shall be taken away even that which he hath. So the idea is this. Again, I want to remind you here, Jesus is speaking of future Uh, his future kingdom that's coming. And yet he gives this parable about these men, and he says, you know, I have given to you opportunity, and what you do with those opportunities is going to determine the amount of opportunities and responsibility you have when I come again. There is going to come a day of reckoning. And he says, listen, All I ask is that you advance my kingdom. 
Listen, some of you have been given more opportunities than others. Some of you have been given $5 million opportunities. Some of you have been given $2 million opportunities. Some of you have been given $1 million opportunities, and yet some of you aren't doing anything with the opportunities you've been given. And to those that are taking the opportunities, those who are endeavoring to advance their master's mission, I'm talking about winning the world to Christ, young people, make no mistake. Jesus is going to say, you are a good, you are a faithful servant. But to those that are just hanging on, to those who are just hanging out, waiting for Jesus to come back again for one reason or another, whether because they're afraid of failure, whether they're afraid of messing things up, whatever the reason is, they do not capitalize on the opportunities their master has given them. And the estimation of this master is going to be the same estimation Jesus makes of you if you don't advance your father's kingdom. Thou wicked and unprofitable servant. Listen, you've been given opportunities in this lifetime, young people. You've been given opportunities at your workplace. Listen, they may not be obvious opportunities, but you all have been given opportunities. They are not all $5 million opportunities. They may just be 1 million opportunities. But if you don't capitalize on them, Jesus says you're wicked and you're slothful and you're unprofitable. Listen, young people, I am doing my very best to take advantage of every opportunity the Lord brings down my path. And I'm not perfect at it, but I want to double my master's money, so to speak. I want to bring people with me to heaven. And listen, we got some great excuse nowadays, don't we? There's a pandemic. There are People are so concerned and we can't do all the what we normally do. And you know what I think about that if you listen to this podcast or if you've watched our TG Talk series on YouTube. You know that, listen, just because we're in uh, out of season, so to speak, doesn't mean we have any less obligation or responsibility to preach the word. And young people, I want you to know it is based, I believe, upon your advancing of your master's mission It's on that basis that God will give you responsibility and opportunity in his coming kingdom. In fact, I believe that the people who are going to be the most miserable in the kingdom are the people who've been given opportunity and wasted them. In fact, at the very end of this passage, it says, Cast ye the unprofitable servant into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. You say, what that's, what's that talking about? Is that talking about people dying and going to hell? I don't believe it is. I believe what it's talking about is people who are not in the center of the action in the millennial kingdom. Listen, there's going to be a whole lot of very exciting things happening. Incredible, unbelievable opportunities to rule provinces and nations on this planet. And it's only those who during this lifetime who have given themselves to their master's missions that are going to get those opportunities. Everyone else is going to be on the fringe. They're going to be on the outside. They're going to be absolutely weeping and wailing because of what they forfeited. You know, young people, I want you to understand Jesus loves you and he loves the whole world so much that he died on the cross for this entire world. And it doesn't matter how fearful you are. It doesn't matter how incapable you might feel. Jesus' orders are clear. Preach the gospel to every creature. That means we need to surrender to our master's mission. That means we need to depend upon his power to reach the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the The Generation Podcast. For more faith-inspiring resources, 
and information about joining The Generation, please visit thegeneration.org. That's T-H-E-E generation.org.